tell me what you think about your situation. Complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. And now we're time for Joke Workshop with your host, Trina. Standing on a corner in a white godfather hat. Happy Friday. Say it again. Okay, sometimes I'm just such an idiot. I swear to God, I don't know how I can be so stupid. You know what I mean? Like, you know how you have those days where you like, what, that thing I did yesterday? Like, how did it just now occur to me? Just like, okay, so here's my example. Here's my example. So you guys, you guys know how I have that. So my signature, who, what's your name, sir? Freddie. Freddie, welcome. You're up five. I'm Trina. Hi, Trina. Nice to meet you. Okay, so I also Airbnb, right? So I had this week, this past weekend, I had a, a, a beautiful mom from England and her eight-year-old son. Just adorable, adorable. I mean, just could not the whole weekend. Mom, like the whole, the whole British nine-yard. Mom, da da da. It was just like I was like, cause I only see, I only hear that on TV, right? So to, ha- it, you know, real life, you know, this unscripted. So I, uh, yeah, it was adorable. And I don't have kids. So when his mom, also it was also cute because when his mom would get in the shower, he would like go into playland. He would start playing and having like all kinds of fun. Like he was like having some battle against his pillow and the bedroom. It was just so cute, right? And they're in my house and I'm like, okay, 
what's the least creepy thing I could do right now? I, I don't know what the least creepy thing. And so I have uh, like security cameras in my house. And so I was like, okay, just stay on camera. Like <laughs> if I'm on camera <laughs> with both hands up the entire time his mom is in the shower, right? <laughs> At the same time, it also felt like the creepiest thing I could possibly do, right? Because I was like, oh, so. Uh, okay, so here's the thing I did that I can't understand why I did this. So I, I make and sell t-shirts that say, not fucking you. I've worn it here, right? It's, it's a t-shirt that says, right, it's sort of like, everybody, like uh, everybody's on the same page, right? It's not personal. I can go, right? So I wanted to give one to his mom. And I also found a water bottle that had the same brand as his name, right? So this little kid's name, there's, there's a water bottle that's his brand and his name. So I put the water bottle with the non-fucking-you t-shirt for them because they were out. And so I wanted to leave it for them, right? And so then I was like, oh, wait, no, that wasn't. That, why did I, that wasn't, that, why didn't, that, but then I also thought, I also thought, I was like, well, wait a second, this is an eight-year-old kid from England, if he goes to Catholic school, he probably needs that t-shirt more than I do. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, he probably is the one that needs that shirt, wherever, you never, he's as vulnerable, right? Eight-year-old, adorable, he was super freaking cute. Right? I was like, okay, so I don't know what's right and what's wrong. It's a sexually very confusing time for all of us. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> very, very, and we're all afraid to be creepy. All of us. That's like my worst fear. Scary as shit, Genevieve. <sighs> so, anyway, that's, that's my week, and I'm so glad I'm here. I'm so glad I'm here. No, not at all. No, my, no, my, yeah, unwanted thoughts around, I have no idea how not to be creepy. What The thought I want to have is, I know exactly how not to be creepy. That's the thought I want. So it's not that I'm having unwanted specifically, it's just that they're not the thoughts I want, which is clarity on how to be safe and not creepy. I was thinking I should write like a, like a, uh, you know, anti-creepy Halloween book. Like, Here's, here's your guidebook on how not to be creepy for Halloween, right? Because we're all looking for, I just, I just want to, uh, it's just, anyway. So, but Fred, I'm glad to meet you. It's, you know, we're just, we're bringing it, we're doing the best we can on a Friday happy hour, and, you know, it's, it. It'll get real eventually if I get off the stage, right? That, that, at this point, that's what we need to do to move this thing forward. Do you, are you ready to go, Genevieve? You want to do a first? You're technically second, but... Oh, oh, George, you want to... No, 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 let's bring up George. Let's bring up George. So, George is going to do five minutes at the top of the hour, and then we've got Genevieve, then we've got Alex, then we've got not Fred, somebody, I don't know, and then Freddie, Freddie, right after, you're five, but I can bump you to four. We don't have a four, I might bump you. So, but right now, bring your hands together for our soundboard, uh, George. Meet a bitch like you and... I'm gonna go for fucking spot filling.
Thanks for the shirt compliment. This is a vintage 1994 fucking Jinko shirt. Anyway, there we go. All right, it's so much fucking cooler out here than that goddamn booth. All right, so I was uh, thinking the other day, right? I like movies. Who doesn't like movies, right? I hate when people ask fucking questions to people. Do you like movies? Of course you like movies. You'd have to be super weird. And I was thinking about um, when I was growing up, there were a lot of movies that were uh, 3D because they were looking back at the uh, the 50s and 60s and thinking, man, you know, it'd be fucking cool. The technology's better. No more red and blue shit. You know, we got clear glasses, Captain EO, all that type of cool shit, right? And uh, so they put out, um, by the way, that's the most expensive movie ever made. Captain EO starring Michael Jackson. It cost uh, $60 million for 12 minutes a movie. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. But uh, hey, but, um, but what I was thinking was that um, in, those three, in that 3D kick, what was really funny, they had like, like I said, the most famous one's probably Jaws 3D. Because, like, all these movies happen to have their third movie come out in this year. You know, Jaws 3D, Amityville Horror 3D. Uh, what the fuck's the other one? I don't know. What's the other one? Oh, yeah, Friday the 13th Part 3 3D. <laughs> and um, what I thought was really cool was, like, if Rocky 3 had come out, like, two years earlier, they would have called that shit Rocky 3D. And it would have been amazing. Right? Because there's this one scene that I always love in that movie, right? And I don't even think they'd fucking film it today, right? But I know sure as shit they wouldn't film it in 3D today. Because there's this part where Clubber Lang, played by Mr. T, goes um, right before he has his first fight with Rocky. He sits there and he's all... And he looks at Rocky and he goes, I'm going to fuck your girl. Right? Rocky's like, what the fuck, man? And then he proceeds to whoop Rocky's ass. It would be amazing if in 3D, instead of looking at Rocky, he looked at everybody in the audience and said, I'm going to fuck your girl. That's like a horror movie at that point. Ah! <laughs> There's no more way. Oh, my God. People are screaming, running for the aisles, a big-ass, sweaty, oily Mr. T telling fucking all the Italians in the audience that he's going to bang your girl. So anyway, I like the Rocky 3D thing. Weird thing, Garfield, right? Garfield's a thing. What's Garfield famous for? I hate Mondays. I like lasagna. And in every fucking special he has, he's like a pirate, a skateboarder. He's like robbing banks. He's out fucking in hot air balloons and shit. Like, that, it's so off character. Like, where does he get the energy from? He can barely get off the fucking table to say, I hate fucking Mondays. But on the weekend, he's out skateboarding and shit. I'm fairly healthy. I don't go out on the week weekend skateboarding and shit. And I don't even say I hate Mondays. So what are you going to do? All right. What else do I have? Oh, God. So gross. All right. This is a weird thing. And I, I hope this is where I don't, I don't want to feel alone right now. All right. You ever go to somebody's house, right? And you're, like, getting your shoes together. Like, you know, you've had your shoes off at their house. And you go and, like, oh, let me get my shoes up under the couch. And you put your hand down, and the back of your hand scrapes like a two-year-old booger or some shit? Yeah. <laughs> Is that not the creepiest? I don't want to know you that well. I don't want to know anybody that well. Right? I don't even mind boogers, generally. But I, I do mind it when they graze the back of my hand when I'm grabbing my goddamn <laughs> shoes. That shit is so gross. It's fucking gross. But, uh... Anyway, what else we got here? I know I got a couple more before I get the fuck off. Yeah, I got one more minute. 
Thanks, George. All right. This is so weird. And I just want to mention, this is perfect for the last minute. There's this new shit right now they got called Hip Camp. They're try, they, they're, they're, their slogan is basically, we're going to try to turn the flyover states into your welcome mat. Because they're using private lands as campgrounds. And there's nothing in the world that could possibly go wrong with unregulated camping <laughs> and unregulated campgrounds. <laughs> right? It's fucked up. Anyway, I always leave on my favorite fucking dumbest joke ever. So what can lifesavers do that guys can't? Come in five different flavors. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> George and I, I uh, I'm horrible at running the board for George. So I'll get I'll get on top of that next I got week. The All right, good, good, good. All right, so uh, Genevieve, I've been oh, practicing. Yes. I've been practicing. You ready? What? I got your. No, the, oh, you I took my soda. Oh, no. George, George and I are swapping soda. sodas this <laughs> evening. Huh? It's it's an orange soda. It's not alcoholic. There's no alcohol here. It's, it's all just bread. orange soda. I mean, that's as this is as, you know, this is as exciting as you can get without alcohol, right? Maybe a kombucha, but that might be pushing the limit. Hey there. <laughs> All right, so Genevieve, I've been practicing. Ready? You ready? Uh, yeah. Okay, put your hands together for Genevieve Restorta! My name is Geneva, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> You got my last name spot on. That was really good. Um, anyway, um, I, I stopped uh, smoking a couple months ago, and uh, it's it's been fun. Yeah, nothing bad. Ha like now, after I masturbate, I just feel nervous for a little bit. Um, and uh, anyway, that's stupid. I found out my uh, great aunt has a, a erotic fiction collection, she's dead, but uh, in the 1930s, she had an erotic fiction collection, which is so cool, yeah. because it means my great aunt was masturbating in the 1930s, which is impressive, because back then, women had to get off on just brushing their hair slowly in a mirror, <laughs> um, which I couldn't do. Uh, I have a... Uh, uh, two moms, they're gay in both ways. They, uh, they're lesbian, and also they tell me they love me all the time. Um, <laughs> so pretty gay. Um, but something kids like to tell me is they like to say, that's impossible. You don't know how sex works. These are like five and six-year-old boys who are like, you don't know how sex works. One woman. And I'm like, yeah, in our house, we don't want sex to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's what keeps unloved children away. <laughs> um, that's what I tell the kids. Um, I did a, I did a, I have one joke that's like I have uh, two moms, two beautiful moms. Obviously, they're lesbians, so they're beautiful on the inside. Um, and I said that last night, and a woman got really offended. Um, and I was like, all right, well, some people are just ugly. Like, and it's not their fault. Um, I've never actually seen an ugly lesbian before. I've seen a lesbian like crying in anger, which isn't a good look for anyone. Um, but I've never seen an ugly lesbian. I, I've seen lesbians with camel toes. <laughs> That's like the closest I've gotten. 
Um, I was I was raised by a, a village of lesbians because um, they just they thought it was efficient. There's like be one child and this child would be taken care of. So there was like my aunt Kim parallel parked. Um, my aunt Cody taught me about marine mammals. They all had their roles, and I, I so there's 19 uh, lesbians. Two of them were gay men, but they pretended they didn't like it. Um, raised by 19 gay people and my grandma. So every birthday I'd get 19 new books and one workout video. Um, <laughs> because my grandma was into that. But they were really inclusive. They were always like so happy when my grandma showed up to parties. They'd be like, oh, the straight lady's here. We know how to talk to her. <laughs> So she'd, uh, she'd come in and they'd be like, oh, you look great, twirl, <laughs> twirl for us. We want to look at you. That's what straight women like, right? Um, they, had, they had movies for her. They were like, we know you don't like food, so there's chewing gum at your place. You'll find it. Um, my grandma's cool. She's scary, though. I don't have anything to add to that. Um, what else did I want to, I had ideas. Maybe that's all my ideas. I, uh, I'll do this. I have dogs at my house um, that I don't want there, but they live there. I have, uh, my mom found this dog and brought it home. She found it in the middle of a highway. So clearly God was trying to kill it, um, but she brought it home. And then she got another dog at the shelter and she like went to look at them and find one that she liked. But the shelter people were like, no, before you see any other dogs, this is a dog we're about to kill because it sucks. See if you like it. And she was like, I guess that's my dog. So that's how I have them. And they just eat my underwear. Sparky just, that's all she eats. Um, which is kind of cool because like I didn't know I could cook. But... <laughs> Um, it's never like when I'm wearing them and I'm lonely. Um, anyway, oh, that works. But Watson doesn't eat my underwear, but he does throw up cock rings. So there's a story there. All right, bye. <laughs> oh my God, you're so good, Genevieve. Did I get it right? Geneva. It's just not going to happen this week. It's not going to happen this week. That's Geneva what's it. But, uh, so my first dog's name was Sparky also. Um, so that makes my porn name Sparky Channing, which I really like. I think that's a decent porn name, right? Sparky Channing. I think that, that probably, I probably, I could, anyway. All right, so what's Alex? We're going to have to, what's your porn name, Alex? First dog in street. I don't have one. First dog in street. His porn name is Tender Knobs? <laughs> right? His porn name. Hey, what do you, yes, you do. Did you not have it? So what's your, okay. Well, we'll work through that. We'll work through that. Um, but for tonight, everybody give it up for Alex. Today, when you lock me up and throw that key away, because I'll be back. Yeah. Uh, give it up for Geneva. Yay. Hell yeah. And your host. All right. Um, 
No, I don't like when people, you know, say like running around with like a chicken with your head cut off. Good sound system, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. It's on. Oh, okay. All right, all right. It's on the radio. <laughs> You're on the radio. Uh, when people say, uh, I don't like it when people say running around like a chicken with your head cut off because that's gross, right? They should say gerbilon methamphetamines like a gerbilon meth methamphetamines. Yeah, it's been crazy that I woke up this morning, the Ninja Turtles were in my living room. Fun fact about the Ninja Turtles, they're actually giant raccoons. Yeah, it's just lighting and cameras that make it seem like... No, those aren't like bandanas or ninja masks. Those are um, raccoon eyes. That's fur. You didn't know that? The Ninja Turtles? They were cool. We were hanging out. Splinter's getting old. Uh, no, but then the fucking windows busted. Someone broke, broke, breaks into our windows, kicks down our door. It's the fucking Ghostbusters. They're like chasing away my raccoon friends. Raphael and Leonardo still fighting. They're brothers. I mean, they're raccoons, but they're brothers. Anyway, so it's Ghostbusters. I'm like... They're not ghosts, they're mutants, what the fuck? And he's like, Bill Murray gets in my face. He's like, are you trying to tell me how to do my job? Like, I don't think he likes me. They're brothers, I like that. They're brothers. Come on, guys. They were fighting the whole time. Oh, what a morning. Oh, but I was I was running for the bus the other day for sure I was and uh, fell and tripped and fucking this somebody was laughing I was like what the fuck is that and I turn around this guy he's laughing I'm like what are you laughing he said I'm I'm the joke fairy that's what I do I laugh at people I inspire jokes and I was like what the fuck and he twirls around whoo, and disappeared joke fairy yeah yeah so. And I've been hearing his laugh, like, oh, I'll be outside. Like, maybe it's over the distant hills or something. But uh, anyway, so I was at a restaurant, and somebody starts choking. Some lady starts choking, some old lady. They're like, Is, does anybody know the Heimlich Maneuver? And I was like, I, I think I do. So fucking, I went over there, and I start doing the Heimlich. And it was the joke fairy in drag. Anyway, I don't know, that's, I should have described the joke fairy though. Looks like Don Juan the coffee guy, is that right? Don Juan the coffee guy with the mustache, yeah. Like I was thinking of taking an improv class and I told my friend and he punched me in the face. But a bird slammed into my window what I, when I was writing jokes and stuff. I don't know how funny that is. 
So like I jerked off to another Gary Busey flick today. Uh, I'm tired of cat collars, though. I'm tired of cat collars for sure because. Yeah, I was just sitting. I was sitting on my front porch, my stoop, what have you, with my cat. And this guy walks by. He's like harassing my cat. He said, I could get you a job at my restaurant if you got yourself a decent push up bra. And she's sensitive. She's had a lot of litters, you guys. No, no, I said I wanted a method actor for the role, not a meth head actor. Hey, last time I went to jail, I thought maybe I shouldn't have got this tramp stamp two weeks ago. That's my time. What a great audience. Give it up to your hosts. Trina. It's getting so good, Alex. Also, don't worry about it. Bill Murray doesn't like anybody. It's not, that's, that's a shtick, right? That's not personal. All right. So, uh, our next comic coming to the stage is uh, possibly not here. Paul? Yeah. Oh, Paul. I'm sorry. I was thinking somebody else. Hey. Hey. Yeah. So. All right, so I have to do, it is. I just have to do my job and bring him up, which, you know what, Freddie, you would not believe that it's just not as obvious as I thought it was, right? I started this hosting gig a couple weeks ago. I thought it was easy to bring people up and off. It's not, it's really hard, it's hard. So, all right, so your next comic coming to the stage, put your hands together for Paul Conyers. The first part is group participation. Is this your Fanta? No, no, no. You gotta, you know, you want your Fanta. I get it. All right. What's up, everybody? Now the gang's all here. Ian and Arjun, everybody's, this is cool. <clears throat> Man, now it's a full house. Hope I go, hope it goes well. So far, so good. Um, Jason's clearly claimed the spot I was about to offer to Ian, but, uh, okay. Well, okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's, I guess that's my time. Thank you so much. Um, <clears throat> all right. What's the difference? All right. I'm sorry. I way too distracted by your nomad activity let's talk about stuff um i uh i was doing a show on sunday yeah that's hilarious because it was an open mic i don't get booked but i was doing a i was doing an open mic sold out as usual and uh there was actually like a, a decent audience for an open mic there was like five people and i went to the bathroom to take a shit and when i came back 
there was a pizza party going on within the audience. And uh, I had two takeaways from that. One, I think it's time to change the diet up because like when you have ample time to leave a room with no evidence of a pizza party and then come back and there's a pizza party like in full effect. I should also mention that this place didn't sell pizza. They had to leave the building and go order a pizza, wait for it to cook, then bring it back. And like they weren't just popping the box. They were like three slices in like, oh, getting full. Like, oh, I... I need more kale. Second thing was I thought that would be kind of the weirdest X-Men power ever to have. Like, what if you could just every shit you took, the room that you returned to was in a more fun state than it was. So I'm going to go take a shit here after this set. When I come back, this whole place will be a bounce house. So uh, you're all welcome. Um, Gosh. Um, So a couple days ago, uh, it was my friend's birthday. And... uh, She's one of those people, like, do you have a friend that just gets way, way too excited about their birthday, like, like overly hyped for it? Uh, I see her, the first thing she says to me, doesn't say hi, doesn't say thanks for coming, she goes, it's my birthday, and I was like, oh, God, you're one of those. Like, what a weird thing to say. I don't need reminding, I know why we're at Applebee's, but she... She says it, and I I don't know, like, I guess I understand that that's the perspective of someone who hasn't turned 30 yet, like, like, a lot of, are you guys, raise your hand if you're over 30, I'm not gonna ask for clapping, because that's just not that kind of night, but, um, yeah, like, if you're in that sweet 18 to 29 year old bubble, like these two handsome gentlemen, possibly that, that guy also, um, no, you're not over 30, are you? Yeah, get the fuck out of here. All right, I didn't think so. But yeah, I mean, of course, birthdays are amazing. Everything applies to you. Like the world is geared toward you. Movies, TV, entertainment, like products and advertising. But, you know, once you turn 30 and you find yourself on the bedspread of life covered in the jizz of Pepsi and MTV, you're like, man, I don't know if the world ever cared about me at all. And you just kind of wipe teen mom off your chin and and go to work. Um, But uh, you know who like who made way more big a deal out of birthdays than anybody, any other group of people in the world was uh, was white girls in high school. They went like insane. They bought every balloon in the city. I I, I read somewhere that the world is going to run out of helium by 2030. And the blood is on Katie and Becca's hands on that one, in my opinion. Like they would buy enough balloons. You would think they were about to go open a Kia dealership and then they would just hand it to their 90 pound friend who had all this helium and i was like you know i'm not doing so hot in physics but like can we get her some sandbags or something (laughs) little too much little too much elevation in every step um yeah yeah okay i i I respect that um (laughs) um what else did i want to work on oh you know okay so I am a a straight white male, so it's incredibly important for me to be as woke as possible. And one thing that uh, I try to avoid, you know, I don't like being sexist. And I am, I think at my core, I think I'm a feminist because, like, I want women to be equal. That's not a radical thing to think. But um, I, I was reading that, like, the new feminist thing, like, if you want to be really feminist, then you need to treat women as truly equal. Then you got to do things like this article said you need to stop paying for their meal. And I was like, oh, twist my arm, why don't you? Um, Like, they wanna pick up the check and they're not complaining? Like, now now we're throwing in my strike zone. But like, just uh, just other little things. Like, they said, uh, they, 
they said, uh, well, one thing is that they said you shouldn't pull the chair out for a woman. And that one I, I kind of agree with. Because isn't, isn't that sort of like inherently condescending a little bit? Because you're basically saying like, honey, let me get that. A little heavier than the dustpan. Uh, no, it's it's okay. If, if I let her move the furniture, she's just going to start vacuuming. So, uh, I mean, there, there's got to be a more effective way for me to convey that I'm thrilled you're allowed to vote. Um, but uh, and, and here's one that I'd never heard of was... Let me know if you guys have heard of this before. If you're walking with a girl and you're on a busy street, you're walking along a busy street, like I'm supposed to be on the outside, like near the traffic. Are you guys aware of this one? The idea is that if a car were to hit us, it would hit me first. Oh, how gallant a night I would be to have like three hundredths of a second to be like, honey, you're about to be in a tremendous amount of pain. This is this is intense. Uh, I see the look in the guy's eyes. It's visceral. Did you date him? Um Man, that was genuine. I don't know if I can top that, so I'm leaving. Thank you guys so much. Okay, look. Look, in my defense, in my defense, okay, his last name is Paul Conyers with a Y in the middle. There's a Y in the middle of that name, right? I can't, I'm going to trip over that Y, right? Because it begs the question... And I'm going to be like, why is there a why in there? That don't want to make no sense, Freddie. Because what Freddie did here, now I like how clever Freddie is. Is your whole last name Junior or is that, that's your actual last name. I was like, Freddie Junior, see he's spelling that out for me because he knows I'm going to fuck it up unless it's really clear. He's not going to go J-R period. No, he's not going to leave it. I was like, thank God, how did Freddie know? But uh, coming to the stage... Bring it on, uh, bring it, how, what's the phrase? I get, like, I get into a phrase and I can't get out. So bring it, just bring it, right? That's just, we're gonna, for Freddie. Yeah, I'll just get into that old Freddie Jr. real quick. Um, I asked my mama, I said, Mama, why did you name me Freddie Jr.? Well, my daddy's last, my daddy's name is Arnold. She said, I thought Freddie Jr. would be a better name for a random weird guy that looks out of place just about everywhere except at a Star Trek convention on an RV road trip with Bill Gates or doing comedy on a Friday night in downtown San Francisco at Mutiny Radio. Okay, so I usually take one at night and I usually take the other one in the morning. This morning, I took my Viagra and Prozac at the same time. I got very excited about being depressed. Okay. So, I had to switch my antidepressant. Prozac wasn't working. So I switched to this other one. had a side effect. They said the side effect is delayed ejaculation. Little did I know that that minute was going to happen on the bus ride to work. Okay. Yeah, delayed laughter for delayed ejaculation. It's only, it's only fair. All right. If you're slinking around at night, eating sandwiches out of dumpsters, and snuggling with hobos, you are definitely a raccoon <laughs> or a crack whore. Okay. You've got to be careful where and how loud you say mofo, okay? Or you will find yourself paying for a second bowl of Vietnamese soup. 
I just moved to San Francisco, right? I'm paying $4,000 a month for rent for my apartment. But next week, it's going to go down to $400 a month when my nine roommates arrive from Vietnam. <laughs> Shit. I don't always want a bag of Cheetos and an orange soda for a Dr. Pepper. It's a Dr. Pepper. Don't always want that. But when I do, I bust out $5. Okay? I get a king size bag of flaming hot Cheetos. All right? And a cherry, 32 ounce cherry Dr. Pepper. Because I'm balling like that. Okay? When I get paid, I go down to the bingo hall with a case of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. All right? And all them ladies in those sweat stretch plants, the polyester stretch pants, be following me in my car wanting to blow me. It's fucking awesome. Because I'm a player. Player. I'm telling you, player. Speaking of being a player, we talk about ramen. It's getting the end of the fucking month, right? So now I'm not, I don't get top ramen. I'm living off bottom ramen. Okay? Yeah. That's right. There's... Top ramen, there's middle ramen, and bottom ramen, okay? You can live off top ramen for $150 a month, a year, $150 a year. Medium ramen for $100 a year. Bottom ramen, it's like $15 a year, okay? Now, on the nutrition scale, bottom ramen is right between medium ramen and plankton. That's where it's at. There's actually no noodles in bottom ramen, right? It's just hot water with the flavor packet. That's your bottom ramen. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going with this. Whew. I'm talking about internet dating. I have done a ton of internet dating, right? And at my age, you've got it. Like tonight, I got an internet date. I'd stop by Walgreens and pick up some lube, yeah. right? Yep. It's hard to pick out your lube. They got the... They got the uh, flavored lubes, right? They got natural strawberry, natural blueberry, and even natural kiwi. But they're always completely out of my favorite flavor, which is natural vagina. Mm. Yep, yep. You guys have probably figured out that I'm a bisexual, right? Yeah. The last three times I had sex, I had to buy it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's it. That's the ticket. I'm well known in the gay bars of San Francisco by my American Indian name. They call me Dances with Lesbians. And in the straight bars, they know me by my East Indian name, which is Balls Deep. Okay. Now, you know that part, the last part's a lie, right? There's no straight bars in San Francisco. <laughs> All right, I need money, $5. I'm selling my comedy DVDs after the show, right? I got some Chris Rock. I got some Eddie Murphy. I got Larry the Cable Guy. I'm Freddie Jr. I'm out. I've enjoyed spending time with y'all. Freddie Jr., bringing it. Oh, my God. That's awesome, dude. I, uh, wow. Where do I start? <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Seriously. All right. So, uh, 
Next comic coming to the stage, uh, Jason Cole. Put your hands together. Thank you very much. Please, no, ladies, stop. Come on, ladies. Please, ladies, stop. Whoa, stop. For you listening at home on the radio, the women are throwing their panties at me. Theater, theater of the mind, no? Finally, an open mic where I'm not the oldest person. Yeah. Uh Penis size, guys. Let's talk about it. Who here is insecure about their penis size? I am. It happens. You're with the girl. You're getting ready. And I'm like, there's no way my girthy 12 inches are going to fit. Very insecure. Please keep your sidewalk chatter to a minimum. Oh, good. Uh, it's all new premise. Actually, before I transitioned into comedy, I used to perform magic. Got a little cocky. I started promoting as I'll play any show, do any event, and do any party. And I got booked for a search party. Missing 10-year-old girl. I was so good at comedy. Or God, I did that last time. I was so good at magic. By the time I was finished my act, I'd made all hope disappear. Yeah. And for an encore at the midnight vigil, I made all the candles go out at once. <laughs> My secret, leaf blower, guys. <laughs> I'm trying to stay in shape as I get older. I've been uh, doing a lot of martial arts, movie marathons. Uh, it's working out pretty good. Uh, I finally bought into the memory foam. Who's got the memory foam mattress, huh? I didn't think that technology works, but that stuff remembers the whole sleep thing, you know. I got home last night and it had killed itself. <laughs> Left a suicide note, said, you masturbate way too much and you shouldn't be crying when that's happening. <laughs> oh, you, where's all the young people at? Is anybody currently trending? Are you trending? Yes. Are you going viral, viral vids? I'm from the 80s. When you went viral then, you died of AIDS. <laughs> yeah. I knew you guys would like that. You're dirty. <clears throat> condoms. Somebody was talking about lube. Let's talk about condoms. Another problem that ladies were having difficult, you know, you don't understand with men. Very difficult with the condoms to maintain the erection when you're buying them at CVS, right? No. You wanted to know my altar? That's the clean version. I, this is brand new. I've never told that before. It's very difficult, you know, guys, difficult to maintain an erection while your mom's showing you how to put it on, right? <laughs> I should have mentioned condom. All right, this is all funny. In the future, it will be. <clears throat> Memory foam, this is good. I uh, should be, well, I blew through all of that stuff. All right, man. All right, guys, gloves off, since you guys like the dark stuff. I'm calling bullshit on estate sales. Yeah, really? An estate in Brisbane? Sure. Can't wait to pull up to that statue-lined circular driveway. Have them valet park my Kia. Champagne, sir. Yeah, where's the three-legged ping pong table that was advertised on the flyer at the fucking laundromat? Estate sale. You know the number one indication you're not going to pull up to a lavish estate in Vallejo? It's because you read about it off a hot pink piece of poster board stapled to a telephone pole. Written in black Sharpie. Estate sale. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Smiley face. Oh, yes, my grandpapa bequeathed to me this last estate in his will. It's all right here on this 
cocktail napkin. <clears throat> Here's the closer, guys. We all know what an estate sale is. It's a yard sale where they're too busy or too lazy to haul the shit out on the driveway, right? I haven't fucked up this many punchlines in my entire 11-month career. <clears throat> yeah, thank you. Exactly. Uh, uh, data comedian. Where's all the hot women at? Single ladies? Good. Are you a comedian? Or, Me? Yeah. All right. How do you think it's going so far? Sorry. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Do you think Big Bang Theory is a comedy? I don't watch it. Good. Thank you. You should be laughing a lot more. No, I'm just kidding. You're just my type, kind of uh, dismissive, but out of pepper spray range, you know? <laughs> Whew. It's good crowd work in here. Thank you. How are you doing, sir? You're a comedian, too. I've seen you around, aren't you? No? Me? Yeah. Just comedian groupie. Yeah. That's cool. You look like head of network security for a tree fort. All right. <laughs> Boom. I can roast people. Who am I to say? I look like fucking Sting with a poor chemo plan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get it. Oh, can't wait for your set, miss. All right. I'm done, guys. My name is Jason. Thank you very much. By calling her miss, I guess. So polite in your insults. Oh, that's the way you gotta do, right? I'm gonna that's gonna be in my book, How Not to Be Creepy for Halloween. Alright. So your next comic coming to the stage is a little bit of a bump, because he's technically a different number, but I'm the only one who knew that up until a second ago. I'm just I, I think these are probably some technicalities of the hosting job I probably don't need to reveal to the audience, probably. I'm learning, Freddie, I'm learning is what's happening. See, so a different, very, very, uh, you know, talented comic. She worked really hard building up this mic, and then was like, you know, I'm, I'm tired. I'm gonna, I want you to, to host it for me. And she, had, little did she know how badly I would fuck it up. Little did she know. That's all I'm saying. Like it's just a matter of time. But we'll get there. We'll get there. So okay. So Billy. Coming to the stage, put your hands together, everybody. Billy Down on the coke, white drop. I love my high school cuties, muscle-bound booties. Who's a hoe, so you know I had to do my duty. I got to have it like a rabbit, buckle like a champ. I take you. <laughs> uh, hi, um, my name is Billy. Uh, I'm here to do some comedy, I guess. Um, so hey, how are you guys doing today? Wonderful. Alright, alright, thank you for thank you for your support. Um so I've I was I was talking to this girl the other day. And uh yeah, it's yeah, it's funny, it's funny. Um I don't know, it's a, it's a I consider it more of a miracle, but I mean somehow she she talks back sometimes. Um So I said I was I was trying to go on a on a date with her and I was like, hey, um, we should go to this restaurant. They have some really nice burritos. My favorite burrito is the California burrito. Who's had a California burrito before? Yeah? It's basically, it's basically a burrito with like french fries in it. Yummy. Right? It's got beef. It's got cheese, right? It's wonderful, right? So I was like, hey, um, you want to grab like a California burrito sometime? And she's like, I don't, I don't know what that is, right? I'm going to search that up on the internet. 
That's like a really bad thing to do. Like you shouldn't ever search anything up on the internet if you don't know what it means. She searched up on the internet. She got an Urban Dictionary, and she got on the definition of California burrito. Urban Dictionary, California burrito. The meaning was a guy's penis wrapped in a tortilla, and 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 a girl is eating. Is it, okay, you get the gist, right? You get the gist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Who's the, who's the, yeah. Um, so anyway, that was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> and then she said, yeah, I definitely don't want a California burrito. And then we stopped talking. So that was, that was kind of sad. Uh, I don't know. And after, after that, I mean, Nothing else happened. Now I'm here, I guess. This summer, I went back to China. Who's been to China before? Anybody been to China? That's, that's I mean, Hong Kong. <laughs> Hong Kong. Okay, okay, sure. Um, so the thing you should know about mainland China is that like everything is like kind of broken there. Like in some way, some way you know that it's broken. Like you see, you see a building, right? Something in that building is broken. Like, you know it. You see a successful organization, somebody in that organization is probably extremely corrupt, right? You know that, you know that's a case. You know that's a case. It's like, it's a thing. Um, I was driving, I was on a road trip with my parents. We went to, we went to like, a, like a countryside kind of thing. The roads were so scary. They were bumpy. They were like, the entire time, it was like a roller coaster ride. It was like sheer, the entertainment value of it was, was crazy. I was, I was scared to death. I was scared to death. And there were like, like lambs, like sheep on the side on a sidewalk and everything. I was like, where are we really? And there's like a hotel like right beside. And I was like, that's like such such a contrast, such a foil, right? And I was like, I guess that's, I guess that's what China, China is. And what was really surprising this time when I, when I came back was that um, they actually have these pills now where it's like, you take it before you go to China and when you do get to China, you will not have diarrhea. Like that is the thing. Like you take the pill and then you go to China, you will not have diarrhea. They guarantee it, you will not have diarrhea. Like there's, there is a pill that you take before going to China that will prevent you from having diarrhea, but you have to take the pill. Um, I didn't take the pill and I got diarrhea. So I guess the pill, I guess the pill works. I guess the pill works. I don't know, I don't know. Um, like it, that's also a given. Like in China, there's many, there's many rules, right? You go there, you get diarrhea. Like it's a, it's a very, like it's a very simple thing. Um, also, I'm wearing this really ugly hat right now. I don't know. I don't really like the look of this hat. Uh, I'm not wearing it by choice. I have to wear this hat. It's kind of got a really bad haircut. Uh, at least in my opinion, I got a super bad haircut. So I told, when we go to the barber, like we trust the barber completely. Like there is, there's like really very, very less, very little things that we, we trust more than our barber. Like we're literally sitting in a chair and they have all sorts of sharp things. They could do anything. They could do anything with you, right? You, you trust them, you trust them, right? So I went, I went to the barber and I was like, okay, um, just just cut off the sides, you know, make it really short and just like a trim a little bit off the top. And then um, usually my hair is like longer. Then they, they, they were cutting for like a long time and I couldn't really see because, because they don't allow me to wear glasses when they're, when they're cutting hair, right? So I couldn't see, I was just, I was like, all right, that is the general gist of what my hair is supposed to look like, right? It looks okay, it's, a, it's longer on the top than it, than it is on the sides, right? Super fine. It looks like this now. Um, it's, it's, I personally, I really don't like it, which is why I'm gonna keep this hat, which is why I'm gonna keep this hat on. 
Um, anyway, so that was supposed to be a punchline or something. Um, anyway, I have one final joke. Um, so how many people does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? How many? Well, no, it's it's two, but the main problem is getting into the light bulb. <laughs> Get it? How many people does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> yeah. Billy! Oh my god, reframing some old but goodies. Nice. Whew, I don't like to sugarcoat things, yeah, but your barber did you wrong. Oh, God, Billy, I'm so sorry. I thought I was having a bad week. Fuck. Whew, okay. <laughs> no, I, I got his point. I didn't think it would be that bad either. Before he took his hat off, Arjun, I was like, there's just, you know, it's, it's probably not as bad as we think. How bad could it be? And then he took his hat off, and I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Okay, so our next comic coming to the stage uh, hasn't been here in a minute. We're glad to have him back. Bring it, put your hands together for Ken Suzuki, everybody. Thank you, thank you, Trina. Oh, thank you, Mutiny, Mutiny, Mutiny. Oh, how I have missed ye. Oh, God, it's good. Where have I been? Well, I've been getting, last month, I've been, you know, I've been getting politically active. So I've been pissed. I was like, Fuck taking a knee to protest the flag. I'm taking it one more step. I killed and ate a bald eagle, all right? That's what I did. And what does a bald eagle taste like? Tastes like a very patriotic chicken. That's what eagle tastes like. like a, it's like a chicken mixed with a Republican, a little bit of elephant spoil. That's what we're eating. Oh my God, what do we, where do we go from here? The race war. The race war is coming, people. The race war is coming. Is it a race war? Or are we afraid of a race gangbang? That's right, yeah. Multiracial gangbang. Multiracial airtights. No, we can't have a multiracial airtight. Who would be the base? Who would be the base? We'd be fighting over that. War would start all over again. Uh. In the Midwest, and uh, I don't know if they do that because I'm gonna be bars. At bars in the Midwest, you go in the bathroom, and the TVs above they have TVs above the urinals in the men's room, all right. And I don't know about you guys, but you don't know that it's possible to fall asleep with your dick in your hand until you've been forced to watch golf in the TV above your urinal. <laughs> oh my golf, what the fuck? Listen, golf, so same with soccer, okay. If I want to see some guy whack balls around, I'll just hire some hooker to do it to me, all right. It's like going to a strip, why are you teasing yourself? It's like going to a strip club, just go with a hooker like an adult. But Ken, you're married. My dick's not fucking married. <laughs> yes, uh, my wife and I were uh, polyamorous, uh, which I'm beginning to find means uh, we're very unattractive. And uh, <laughs> so much so that I think by default we're now monogamous again. And. Oh, stand-up comics, I love you guys. This will probably only work here, man, but uh, stand-up comics, they get depressed, right? And they like all these suicide jokes, like all these death wishes. I'm like, yeah, everybody's got a death wish. No one's willing to work for it. No one has a death work ethic. Hey, well, let me tell you this, okay? Wish in one hand, shit in the other, see which comes first. Sometimes you gotta take what you want out of life, folks. You gotta take it. 
man, uh, I don't know. Everybody wants to take care of their health. They want to live long, see something happen in their lifetime. All I care about is just living long enough to see my fetishes become mainstream. And uh, <laughs> where do we go? I don't know. Where do we go from that? Something about airtights. I had some stuff written. I forgot it. Halloween. This is a dumb joke, but that's all I can think of. I'm not a really big fan of Halloween. I'm, a, I'm not a fan of any holiday that just teaches kids to be panhandlers. And it's been a month. I can look. Oh well. So what did I have? What happened? Uh, this month, I've been. I took some time off uh, because I decided to go get married and um, get the plan a wedding for lunch in October, which is great. Uh, key to successful marriage, guys. I figured this out. Okay. Key to a successful marriage: your wife is not your dick. You cannot beat her, all right? Just remember that, and you'll be like ahead of 50% of all men out there, like 50%. Let's say you make a marriage last. Uh, you know, I always think I write five minutes. You know, I always do. I think I wrote five minutes. Oh, and then you're like, let's go, flounder on stage, flounder, flounder. Oh, should I channel my inner Ian Lovey? That guy, by the way, is a genius. Book this man. Oh. Hate crimes. Say what you want about him. Somebody loves to commit him. No. It's true. It's true. Oh. This has been a great meeting of the alt-right. And uh, you guys have been great conventioneers. Thank you. You will not replace us, Covefe, motherfuckers. Thank you. Nice, Ken. I like it. I like it. Uh, wow. So you just got married this month. Wow. And already with the advice. I like it. I like it. Okay. So just, I, you know, hey. I'm I'm looking forward to what you will uh, have for November. Like keep up the you know keep it rolling. So, uh, and we're and I'm gonna keep this mic rolling, right? Woo! With our next comic, I'm, okay. So the thing here is okay. Look, here's how you know this is not all right. Okay, you know how I I have a, a hard time pronouncing names. This next comic, I stumble on because every the correct pronunciation just sounds really racist to me. And so every time like my brain hears the correct pronunciation, I'm like, no, that's got to be wrong. There's just no way, right? Because like Arjun, right? It's like it rhymes with engine, and engine is wrong, like clearly wrong, kind of, right? No. I've never made that connection before, and no one's ever pointed it out. Well, I. So I know it's not that I just like I, my brain says, you know, big, you know, X of the, you know, family feud X, like Arjun. Anyway, so I'll get it. I'll get there. I'll get there. I've got Arjun now. It's going to take me a minute with the last name, though. Let's hear How, how do you pronounce your last name? Benergy. All right, everybody. Put your hands together for Arjun Benergy. Hi. I've I've never even I've like. I don't think I've ever seen the word engine in the wild. I've seen it in books, like describe, like where they cross in Walk Two Moons, they cross it out because they were like, "That's bad." So apparently, 
Also, Injun probably is a Native American slur while I'm just Indian. Um, so there's a lot of, there's no reason you should conflate the two. Uh, just, 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 just pointing that out there. You guys, uh, you guys ever see these homeless vets and you're like, wow, like they fought for our country and their lives would have been so much better and they could have avoided so much pain if they had just died for our country. Oh. <laughs> right? I know. Is this recorded? Well, that's the first time I've ever spoken ill of the veterans in public. Because normally uh, I would never. I when one's in the room, I'm like, whatever your opinion is, that's my opinion. So, you a vet? Oh my lord! <laughs> Please don't hit me. <laughs> really, you're on active duty? Yes. How is that? How is that possible? Oh, I didn't know that was. And this is what you're spending your time. Did you say shit, mate? Oh, I was like, that is a good insult. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I still support you. You shouldn't. Everyone, no. No, that. Uh, well. So my emotional problems, right? Yeah. So what do you? What, what, what military are you part of? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. People die in the Navy still? SEALs do. That Navy SEAL did. Oh, man. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Like, are you going to give me my ass? Like, are we going to do this again? If, if, an, if a veteran ever attacks or an active service member ever attacks me, just let him. Okay. That's, that's reasonable. Because the, the, the ship. Yeah. You can hit me. If you want to, you can, please don't. I forgot about all the, the tragedies that have befallen our nation in the past. What? A bunch have happened, right? A bunch of ships. Yeah. But, like, that, those were accidents, though, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know. People talking. Eh. Okay. Well. Yeah, no, it's not. It's, 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 it's not going to go well. Uh, this is usually why I generally... From now on, I'm going to be like, do we have any active service members or vets in the house? And then I'm going to... I'm probably never going to tell that joke again. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, who doesn't love stand-up comedy? Am I right? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It, it... Oh my God! A veteran, uh, not a veteran, an active member called me brave. Ugh. It's it's no, it's it's pretty easy. I I promise you, it's so easy to come up here and be like the vets, right? You know, there's no, there's no. I mean, I guess if one hit me, I would probably reconsider it. Did you know you can get punched? Like that's a thing that happens to people. I've never been punched in my life, which is absurd because I have deserved to be punched in my life before. Um, and this would probably be at least the second time in the past two years. Uh, Jeremy's almost certainly going to tell this story. Uh, but I have to leave after this. So, do you, can I Venmo you $5? What's your Venmo? I'm just going to give you $5. Okay, do I have any money on me? Just, I feel... 
I don't pay taxes. I'm 20. Um, I've done nothing with my life, and I don't intend to do anything with my life. I might take welfare. I go to a subsidized public education, so if anything, you know. Well, um, oof. What's, what's the deal with airline food, am I right? <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. Uh, okay, well, uh, oof. I'm a... I'm 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 going to, I'm I'm I would have li- left after this cuz I have a show. It's a roast, which is why I was trying that thing out. Um I'm still not going to say it cuz I feel bad about everything. Ugh. Oh no, the thing I I said what I opened my set with. I was like, I'll just open with that cuz you guys seem like all comics. I thought are you a comic? I'm going to try it out. Yeah. Well, good godspeed with you. Uh but I uh Grab the microphone and then call you a bitch You want rent money, I got pimp money One thing's for sure, I won't give it to you I was loving it because, like, dude, I'm on record calling you an asshole So I was like, see, I was like, see, I told you I called it I called it (laughs) Well, yeah, Oh, that's so nice. They're shaking hands, everybody. All right. No, I, I, learning teaching opportunities. That's what I think we... Teaching opportunities. He learned from it. This, that's all good. And thank God for our next comic came onto the stage. Tracy Wynn is going to clean it up for us. Keep it going for your host, Trina. out here listening to masturbation jokes all night um my grandfather was given 48 hours to live last weekend okay (laughs) um and and i uh hurried home to see him um my family was gathered around his deathbed in uh, the hospice wing at his retirement home. And then someone was like, let's get a second opinion. <laughs> so they sent him back to the hospital. And you guys know what? He fucking lived. He fucking lived. My dad was like, this is a miracle. I was like, no, it's not. Doctors fucked up, dad. What the fuck? They're just people, you know? So if a relative dies, then it was definitely someone's fault. I think that's the takeaway. Or if someone you know is dying, there is hope. Um, So don't give up. Up until about last week, I thought males could queef. And uh, I asked my boyfriend about it. Because I thought, like, they could fart through their urethra. Um, But it turns out that they can't. And you know what? You learn something new every day. So test your assumptions, people. They could be wrong. My boyfriend, my white boyfriend, 
just told me he wants to get cornrows and go as Allen Iverson for Halloween. And he wanted me to know that he actually didn't want to go as this person. He was just wondering if it was socially acceptable. Um, like he was embarrassed to ask. I was like, if you are wondering that, it's probably not right. Like, I don't know why you would ask me an objective third party for permission. Like, I don't, I don't get that. Um, but that's why it's really hard to talk about race, you know? And it's why, like, white people are constantly walking on eggshells these days. Um, uh, okay. I've been trying to do more material that's not related to sex, and I um, should probably just stick to what I'm good at. Uh, so... My boyfriend fell asleep the other night, and um, I decided to masturbate like right next to him. Uh, I this this is I do you, I don't I don't want to do these jokes, you know. <laughs> I I want to um, I want to do jokes that my parents can come see. You know, but um, I have to s keep doing it until it stops becoming taboo. You know, like why why don't we talk about periods? Like why aren't periods in um, freaking uh, what's that movie series with Jennifer Lawrence? Why why don't we see people having periods on hung in Hunger Games? Why do people not have body hair on The Walking Dead. <laughs> that too. Um, anyways, uh, I was really proud of myself because while I was masturbating next to my boyfriend, I have never moved so little but gotten an orgasm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was the fucking mannequin challenge <laughs> in my bed. And I was watching porn on my cell phone with my headphones in. That's how, that's how asleep he was. Like, he didn't even notice. He didn't even stir. It was, it was crazy. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay, I think I went over my time, Trina. Only five minutes, right? Oh. Okay, cool. Uh... Um, thinking about um, thinking about the blockchain lately. Anyone else on that? The blockchain. Um, I've been thinking about it in terms of like relationships, because now, you know, you have like polyamory, you have open marriages, and instead of putting all your trust in one individual. You have distributed trust, just like the fucking blockchain, okay? And this is where the world is going. Like, people don't understand. Um, I don't know how to wrap that up. Uh, anyways, uh, keep it going for your host, Trina. Thank you.
so good. I like it. And you know me. You know I'm so happy that you're 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 questioning. You're you're questioning. You don't take like you know. Does your grandfather have 48 hours to live? No. Does your grandfather have a queef? No. <laughs> right. Also, okay, you guys. Is it me, or I feel like when I hear how much um, Bitcoin is trading, I feel like I'm like, I don't think you guys understand how blockchain is supposed to work. Like, I don't get how could that trade for the over thousands of what? That that's not one of us doesn't understand how blockchain works. That's just one of us, and I'm pretty sure it's the one who didn't spend a thousand dollars on that shit. Uh, anyway, so. Your next comment coming to the stage. I don't know. Maybe she'll explain blockchaining. I'm not sure what kind of week she's had. Put your hands together for Rachel Raphael, everybody. Guys, I don't even know what what blockchaining or whatever is. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe Tracy's being smart. No, everyone's being smart. Um, yeah, like things that are about math. I'm not going to impress you on that shit. Like, you want to talk about formatting a spreadsheet? Fine. Um, or just like, why do I always have, like, you know, an extra power bank in my purse? I'm great at that. Uh, great at being prepared and, like, bar trivia and, like, who on what show is Canadian. Great at all that. Um, and British. I know about them, too. Uh, um, I've been thinking a lot about the apocalypse. Anybody else? Yeah. Uh, so, well, the main thing it started was, um, you know, when the fires were really big, uh, my office, they bought everyone shitty, like, face masks, and I put one on while I was walking, like, four blocks, but, like, I have a normal-sized face or a smaller face and glasses, so once I put on the face mask, every time I breathe, my glasses fog, fog up. I'm like, this is super annoying, but also... I'm never going to look cool, like, in, during or, like, post-apocalypse. And post is really the issue. During, like, that, I'm not that worried about it. But post-apocalypse looking cool is what I'm thinking about. Um, because I only have a few options for what I'm going to do after the apocalypse, and that's fine. I'm not going to be one of the people who's, like, running and, like, you never see or somehow doesn't make a noise. That's never, that was never in the cards for me. It's just not happening. Um, I really, um, really, like, my calling would be, like, uh, like, one of the, like, the sassy innkeeper of the bunker like one of those people like there'd probably be someone who needs to be nice but like the one who's like you get some sheets you do what you want i don't give a shit that's the person that i'm gonna be like and i'm gonna be great i, w I was a camp counselor and um i liked i liked you know and we had one girl who didn't shower and I told the other counselors, I'm like, look, I don't have that great a sense of smell. I'm not going to go around smelling her. Apparently, I have a skill called I don't smell you. We're not doing that. Just tell me when it's bad, and I will talk to her. And they're like, we can't not smell her, but we don't want to talk about it. I was like, great. Because you know what? If you don't want to have an awkward conversation about how you should shower and use shampoo and conditioner and body wash, then you should just do it yourself. That's how I feel about it. 
Like, I don't give a shit if this is awkward. Shower if you want to. Um, <laughs> so, look, I mean, my job really can only be, like, you know, sassy innkeeper of the bunker who can also kind of fix things. And, uh, I don't know, like, wears, like, really comfortable overalls and converse but looks really, like, attractive and cool all the time. That's the that's what I'm banking on. Um there is one other option for the apocalypse, and that is uh, me and all the other female comics uh, get a giant pirate ship, and it's called the C-Section, and we just go on that. And um, I don't know what the men do in this situation. I assume you guys are like in the ports running shops or something, but if you don't suck, we won't like machete you. I don't know. Um... <laughs> But like each, each female comic I know has like some good skills, so I'm like, all right, like you're you're the engineer of the ship. You're you're the one who's gonna talk to people nicely. You're the one who's gonna do that. There's a lot of people who are gonna talk to people nicely because that's not my job. <laughs> like like I'm gonna be the oh do do we need to confront someone? Great, I'm here. Do we need to just lie to someone? I'm gonna go take a nap. Uh, so, so these are my jobs in the apocalypse. Uh, I feel like Tracy's like somehow like the chemist or something or the scientist of the. Don't look at me weird when you're telling me about different chemicals that are in sharks, but also ladies. I don't know all this shit. Okay. I think there was just a horn. I could have had more jokes. Um, uh, I did try this one joke and it didn't work out. So let's do it again. Um. I was thinking about puberty because I was told a show was I going to be on, I was going to be on, had that theme. It didn't, but I was told that. And I don't know if you guys have had the experience of watching a movie you used to love like as a kid or like a tween um, when you're an adult because I did and then I'm like, oh, the guy I really had a crush on, he looks very young in this movie because we were all young in the movie. So like I was watching Hook and like, oh shit, I feel real creepy about how I feel about Rufio right now, but when I was 10, it wasn't creepy. That guy's older than me now, but I still feel creepy about it. And my point of bringing this up is, where is any kind of this shame like for men? Can they have any bit of this? Nothing. Like, I don't know, like nothing. Like, like apparently the president can talk about how he would maybe fuck his daughter. And I feel bad for, like, lusting on Rufio. Like, that doesn't seem... Like, and I'm thinking maybe the solution is, uh, I don't know, we just, like, teach men to be ashamed of their sexuality and not really be in charge of it because that's how I got my issue, which, uh, I mean, ends up with less men getting groped. So I don't know if we just switch and see what happens. Uh, did I go so over my time? Oh, fuck it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I wanted I I start I originally was gonna mention like other uh, people I had crushes on as a tween, and then I'm like, wow, I feel so like so like basic. I can't I can't deal with this. Like not like I somehow out myself as like older than people think I am and like basic. So I didn't I didn't like it. Um, guys, I've been uh, using Wag. Have you heard of Wag the app? It's like they're like, hey, it's Uber for your dog, like. But really, it's Tinder so you can Uber someone's dog. Because someone puts their dog on the website and says, I need you to walk my pug tomorrow at 1. And then I say, okay, great. And then someone, I'm assuming it's the dog, looks at my profile and then says, I don't get it. 
Like, I don't know. She needs to like work on her angles. No, thanks. And then is, and like, and I'm just like, was I not skinny enough for the dog? Like what's going on? And like a lot of these dogs are in my neighborhood. So I'm like, am I going to like see this dog at the farmer's market or something like with a different like wag walker? Cause they pay you more if you wear the wag t-shirt. Um, so am I going to see like, like later I'm going to see like the dog with the wag walker and just be like, Oh, is that what you like? That's what you're into. Um, and I have been getting some walks now, uh, but not a lot of like scheduled walks or like scheduled like days in advance. Those keep canceling. So it's like, I'm cool with like, like I'm good. Like I'm pretty enough for like a booty call walk, but not like a walk where like this dog has to tell his dog's friends in the park that like he knew what was going to (laughs) happen. And I don't know why, because I'm very good at walking a dog. (laughs) Um, yeah. Okay, thank you very much. That ass like a world champ. Break the chairs and knock down the lamps in my birthday suit. Dripping. Rachel, you are so good. Oh, so good. Those bitches. I'm telling you. Fucking bitches. We're going to talk a lot about bitches on uh, my podcast Tuesday. Right? Because bitches. Yeah. Okay, and I'm just I'm just winging this next one, you guys. This is scary. I think I'm good, and I'm not, right? Uh, tree pal, anybody? Anybody? I can take her spot. Yeah, awesome. She's in Santa Cruz. She came what? She sent How do you know her? She sent you a Facebook. Oh, I'm I'm horrible on Facebook. So wait, what's your name? Neil. Neil. All right. Oh, I love that name, Neil. I had the biggest crush on a kid named Neil when I in the second grade. And then he, he, he got taken out of school after some horrible fall in the, in the, on the playground that, like, ripped his leg in shreds. I don't know. It was, it was all very tragic for me as a... Huh? Exactly. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I mean, I didn't... I had forgotten all about that. That's a long time ago. Anyway. All right. What's your last name? Tumbling. I'll get that at some other point. But everybody get put it together. Put your hands together. Get it together. Neil Tumblr. Thank you. Awesome. I'm happy to be here. I'm so upset that I ruined that guy's set. I feel really bad. <laughs> He's like, oh shit. Because that's the last, I actually didn't want anybody to know that that's what I do. I just kind of want to come here stealth mode. So anyway, I mean, but I do come here for Fleet Week every now and then. And like, I, I figure that's the only time where the Castro is not the only part of the city where it's covered in semen. Right. Um, but, <laughs> Ooh. um, but anyway, what I was really going to start the show off with, I was going to ask you guys, uh, who here likes watching baby seals get murdered? Anybody? All right. I know we're in San Francisco, California, so I'll ask the PC version. Who here likes shark week? Yeah. Shark week. Like, she's like, no, not really. I like shark. <laughs> I like Shark Week. I think it's like it's like it's like uh, murder porn for sharks, right? Except like except for when they do the rubber seal, when the rubber seal's being towed, it's like that's like the soft core porn for sharks, like like kind of like the Cinemax. Do people watch still watch Cinemax? Like back in back in my day, somewhere somewhere between the the trying to get the TV between the static and internet porn was Cinemax, Skinemax, but. Um, so my favorite shark week experience though doesn't even have to do anything with sharks um 
there was one year I was watching Shark Week and it was like 1130 and I fell asleep watching Shark Week and I woke up right at the end of the last Shark Week episode. It's like 12 o'clock, right? And Discovery Channel took a page out of Cinemax's book because the next show that came on, I, I swear to God, this is real, came on and it's like, this is time for Tyrannosaurus sex. It's like, what? It was an entire show about how dinosaurs used to do it. They dedicated an entire hour to dinosaurs having sex. And no shit, like it was just like the shark shows where they have an expert. It's like, well, if you look at the bone structure of the Velociraptor, he, his, his, his large finger was for the female Velociraptor. And then the T-Rex with his little short arms, he's like, well, the T-Rex mounts from behind and takes her from the rear. It's like, oh my God, I'm a T-Rex. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, I need to grow up. I think that stuff is hilarious, but apparently you guys don't. Um, but have you guys, so I do need to grow up. Have you guys heard the term adulting though? Adulting? Yeah. yeah like, oh my God, I've done something insignificant like make uh, oxygen into carbon dioxide. Adulting. <laughs> I think, I think if you use the term adulting, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. Like, uh, the only, there's only one person or being in my mind that has the right to do that type of thing. And it's like, oh, just freed the Jews from Egypt, Godding, or oh, created Adam and Eve and the earth in seven days, bitches, Godding. I don't know. I think, I think he's the only one that's allowed to get away with something like that. But, um, I don't know. You see that stuff on like Tinder and, oh, don't even Tinder. Anybody have Tinder here? No? Oh, you guys are good people. You guys are good people. No, yeah. He's like, nope, swiping left. He's like, that's not, what you, no, dude, just swipe right. The odds are better. Just swipe right and just keep going. Eventually, you'll match with somebody. Back in your day, how did, how did you, when you want to meet a girl, where'd you go? What'd you do? You went to a bar. You went to a bar. Like a grown-ass man. Exactly, like a grown-ass man. See, adulting. He's adulting. He goes to the bar and finds a girl. No, for us, it's like, uh, I'm going to read this bitch's profile, and she, apparently she speaks sarcasm, whatever the fuck that means, and you're swiping left and right, but then there's always that one. Like, there's always those... Have you guys... So, girls, if you you don't have the Tinder experience. Do you have the Tinder experience? Have you had it before? Have you Have you ever experienced a bot? Do you know what a bot is for girls? No? See, girls, it's always the look you get from girls. Like, I don't know what the fuck bot is. If you ask any guy that's on Tinder, any guy that's on Tinder, he's with me. He's like, you always know what a bot is. It's like always like 14 miles away. She went to NYU, and she's super fucking hot. The photos are way too professional. And the profile is like super brief and vague. But you're like, eh, swipe. Match right away. And it's like, oh, my God. And she texts you first. That's when you know there's a problem. And, and, the, line, and the line is like, I want to guzzle your cum, hottie. Come meet me at this link if you want to party. And you're just like, uh, yeah, boom. And what does that say about guys? If, if our dick gets hard, we're like, yes, we'll do anything. But I got, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, if she's real or if she's fake, if you're fake in your phone, like you click that link, you're probably going to have some problems. You're probably going to get a virus. If she's real and you decide to go meet her and you hook up, you're probably going to get a virus. So, all right, I mean, I got, I got double horns, so I'm going to go. Thanks, guys, for your time. Appreciate it. Yo, good job. Awesome. Come back and bring uh, this tree pal with you. Can I make a shout-out? Yeah, shout-out. Santa Cruz. Okay. This weekend, it's uh-huh. the Comedy Fest. It's the all right, hold on, hold on. 
fourth annual comedy fest in Santa Cruz. Uh, DNA producer. He's produced like a ton of shows. You head down there, you'll find something and enjoy it. Nice. Thank you. Definitely something to see for sure. All right. So the next comic coming to this. Oh, you are on here, Neil. Okay, I see you now. All right. So, <laughs> it, yeah. Well, or you could do, let's do, or Jeremy could do your set. Or Jeremy could do the set. He's prepared. I don't know. Well, either one. The next comic coming to the stage. You ready for a set? You want me to call somebody else? You good? All right. Clap your hands for Jeremy Atkins, everybody. All right. Okay. So I'm going to burn some time because you all deserve to hear the story about the time that Arjun almost got my ass kicked for me. I, uh, he, is, uh, he is an expert in saying the wrong thing at the right time. Much better than I, actually. And that's saying a lot. I've said some really bad ones. So we were at a uh, biker club, and he was in the middle of his set, and he had just finished the joke with the punchline that involves him in a mini dress with two fingers up his ass, getting caught jacking off by his father. And surprise, the room was a little silent. So he decided to segue right into the bit where he... Uh, he proves himself to be tougher than, and he used this phrase a lot, a biker gang. Biker clubs are a little like the mafia. They don't like to be called the mafia. And so when he explained to the biker gang that he was tougher than them because with a simple turn of the wheel, he could kill them all. They weren't happy. I was standing in the back of the room thinking, wow, this is going places. I wonder if he's going to make it off the stage. And then the, the, the president of the club, who uh, resembles his name, named Bear, got on the stage and told Arjun he was done. To Arjun's credit, he did try one more joke before he left the stage. Uh, he, he's a little brave. He's a little stupid. I, I love him. He's a wonderful man. And then he came and st stood next to me because I was the only person he knew in the room. <laughs> I turned and looked to him and I said, that's an interesting set. Oh, you, you, you don't know how angry I am, Jeremy. They, they cut my set short. I'm like, that is probably going to be the least of your worries in a minute. I'm pretty sure most of the people in this room want to beat the shit out of you. And therefore, I'm going to get the shit beat out of me because I'm not going to be able to watch you get your ass kicked. And I am definitely not going to do any good in this department tonight. So maybe, shh, keep quiet. And then he proceeded to complain some more. And then I explained to him, hey, I got a great idea. Let me walk you to your car. And that's when he realized, oh, actually, shit, I am in trouble. And so I tried to walk him to his car. Halfway to his car, we got to the parking lot. And he ran into some other comics who wanted to ask him a couple of questions. And he chose at that time to be social. All other times, I've watched him walk right by people talking to him. Now he wants to answer questions. I can't do anything because I don't want to cause a scene. Right then, Bear comes walking out of the bar, walks up to Arjun and says, I want to talk to you. Arjun replies, I, I don't think so. To which Bear explains, he's not asking. And they go into the middle of the parking lot. And at that point, I realized, oh, I'm really going to get my ass kicked. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to get my ass kicked trying to get to him. I'm not even going to be able to save him. There, it's Bear and him in a parking lot, three members of the club circling. They've got all the pinch points blocked off. 
this is going to hurt really bad. I am not ha I, I'm just standing there going, oh, you know, I should have stayed home. And I haven't even done my set yet. I'm going to get my ass kicked and I'm not going to get staged. I don't like Arjun right now. And all I hear, all I hear is this. Oh, you're going to be fucking sarcastic, are you? <laughs> you know what you don't want to hear after somebody says that who can beat the shit out of everybody in the room? You don't want the reply from the other person who can't beat the shit out of anybody in the room to be, well, that's actually not sarcasm. That, that too wasn't a question, Arjun. Thankfully, thankfully, Jennifer, who ran the room, walked out and said, you know, he's just a fucking moron, don't you? And the guy let him go. So yeah, that was the night that Arjun Holmes got my ass kicked for me. I, uh, I feel like we're bonded forever. So that he said that, that he said that, that is really not a shocker. That he kind of doubled down on it, also not, not a shocker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I turned 46 recently. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I know I look probably like I'm 60. I have actually made it under 50. Um, but I've been trying to get more responsible. Trying to grow up, I bought a hybrid. Yeah, bought a hybrid. Don't change overnight, though. I still get high and run out of gas somehow. Now, buying a hybrid was a weird thing for me. I was a bike messenger for a long time. When I was in my 20s, I was a bike messenger. My nickname was World's Angriest Bike Messenger. Now I drive a Prius. I drive Prius to Whole Foods to buy my dogs raw dog food. I, uh, I love my dogs. My dogs are amazing. They, uh, they came with the divorce. So I got something out of it. I was at the dog park earlier with my dog, and he, he took a shit like dogs do. And So like a good dog owner, I figured, you know, I'll, I'll pick this up. What the hell? And as I stooped down to pick it up, another dog swooped in and ate it. Oh, yeah. I was, ah. And then instantly the dog vomited it back up. And that brought up a question. I realized I didn't know if there was a five-second rule when it came to dog shit. Like, is it still my dog's dog shit? Or is it that other dog's vomit? I, so, like a good dog owner, I looked over the owner. He looked at me. We looked around. And we walked off. We pretended it was somebody else. No, you know what? The, I don't leave you with this. The worst thing about dogs, they're unlike kids, like, you can beat kids and explain why you're beating their kids. You can't do that with dogs. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would never beat my dogs. I'll see you all later. Okay, the thing about Arjun being an asshole, it's like he doesn't know it. That's what, that's that's the weirdly endearing thing about it, right? Like he just does not realize what a big asshole he doesn't see it. And I don't know. I mean, that's kind of part of being an asshole, kind of. But I don't know. I don't know. So, all right. So, your next comic coming to the stage. I am really first time here, I think maybe Natalie. No, it's just she's all right, everybody, well, give her a warm welcome back. Natalie, everybody. Hi, you guys. How are you tonight? Good? Good. Uh, yeah, it's been a really uh, long time since I've been on stage, and I'm trying to uh, pull together some new stuff. I've got a bunch of old stuff, but I'm trying to pull up some new things. I was thinking about uh, lately, like science has really advanced. It's amazing to me like that you can just go basically get a replacement of a heart or a breast or these days you can actually get a sex change. And I was thinking about it as a single woman who's been single for a long time. 
I don't understand why you'd want to make a choice when you could probably have both. Like, I'd rather get a sex addition, right? Brilliant. Brilliant, right? I, I was thinking, I'm like, you know, it's more expensive than a vibrator, but at least you get double the ple pleasure, right? <laughs> so uh, anyway, I just wanted to see how offensive that topic was. Um, and then um, I was also thinking on the topic of porn, I've been really fascinated, fascinated by the rise of Stash and the decline of Bush. I don't know if you've paid attention over the last 10 years, everybody, men seem to be craving pussy hair so badly that they've grown it on their face <laughs> because you can't seem to find it on any women now and women are getting this lasered off, which now their science is telling us is not good for you, but too bad, too late. I mean, it's a fetish now, you actually have to to um, search for Harry Bush if you want to see anybody in porn, any women specifically with hair on their bushes. It's it's sad to me. It's all gone away. I mean, the first porn I ever saw as a child, uh, actually, this is a really funny story. We were in the uh, room of um, the house of my friend Natalie Castro, and I think she had a single dad. And her dad had this room that only had a TV in it and a couch. And of course, we were clueless about this. <laughs> and we were sitting down, I'm a, I'm a child of the 70s, and I think we somehow came across like a Playboy uh, station, which was today's totally like PG-13, but um, <laughs> what, I, what I remember very distinctly was music playing and just a field of pussies passing by and each bush had a different haircut. One was the US flag, uh, one was the Star of David, and so on. <laughs> and so the beauty of bush haircuts has now gone away. And you know, in 20 years it might come back, who knows? That was a fetish then. They come back and you might regret it if you've lasered it all off. <laughs> so I think the, the rise of uh, stash and the decline of bush is pretty funny. Um, speaking of science, um, I've, I've, been, I've also read, I like to read a bunch of science articles. They finally, they have now discovered that smelling farts cures cancer. <laughs> And I find that amazing, and, and I'm just imagining, yes, it's, it's true that, that smelling farts is beneficial to your health. And so trapping yourself in a room full of fart actually serves benefits. And so this has gotten me thinking all sorts of business ideas. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm imagining the day where you're stepping into an actually HIPAA-controlled <laughs> lab or clean room, right? And you're there you to inhale farts, and it's going to be better than chemo, right? <laughs> And I'm thinking to myself, okay, like imagine the, the announcement at the hospital that you hear over the PA. It's like, um, you know, the hospital is currently run out of fart gas. We'll be serving Mexican food at 1 p.m. This is mandatory for all staff. And we'll be collecting your gas at 2 p.m., right? I just, you know, I think this is pretty wild, right? I'm going to smell farts for the rest of my life. Now all those, uh, what were those things called when you were a kid where they pulled the towel uh, was called, what was that called? I forgot. Dutch oven, Dutch oven that's it. <laughs> Dutch ovens are now curing cancer. Amazing. All right, well, thank you guys for letting me test some stuff. I appreciate it. Have a great night. I'm Natalie. Oh my God, Natalie. Anytime you want to test out farts curing cancer material, you come on down, right? Holy shit. 
Do you have no idea, you guys? This is such good news for me. My farts are so bad. Oh my god, so bad. I like Anna because I make some really good beans. Really good beans. Is it your own farts or other people's farts? Does it matter? Is that? Oh, fuck that. I'm going to make it into an Airbnb experience. Fuck that. Just Let's just, yeah, let's just, you know, eat some beans and I'll sit in a room with you and fart my ass off. We could have a conversation and, and, right. It, here's the experience. Right. I think better would be to mix it with marijuana, so pain relief and cancer. Boom. Done, Natalie. Done. The an ideas woman here. Obviously an ideas woman. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, can I apply? I'm not t- I am so qualified for that. You have no idea how qualified I am for that. For real. Like I um, my farts are as just magnificent as any of the any of my other art, right? <laughs> All right. So Freddie, uh, you, you know, thank you. And uh, uh, Freddie had a, a mofo fud joke. You you missed it. He did. Wasn't that good? All right. Well, so we're gonna have Matthew Quirk round out the night. Are you ready, Matthew? All right. Thank you. I'll give it up to our last comedian who made fart jokes highbrow humor. It's amazing. Amazing. That's turning fucking. Making ice cream out of shit. That's what that was. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, I don't know if you noticed the cold reception I got from our hostess, Trina Roderick. Uh, but uh, we've had a sort of an on and again, off again for sort of feistiness going on here that's gotten off track recently. Uh, I bitched pretty heavy about uh, her liberal use of the list you know, getting bumped at a previous... And then I showed up late this week, so I missed my... Luckily, she's putting me back on. But I think I've got something that's going to get our our thing back on track. I was listening to Terry Gross today on Fresh Air. Anybody? Fans? Nobody? KQED? Anyway, she was interviewing a woman who wrote a book on how to train your cat. And I think I'm going to take a few of those tips and get... My little cat lady friend over there. I'm going to pick up a few tips from that crazy cat lady and see if I can re-entice you with a little, a little mat nip, if I may. Yeah. My, my name is Matthew. It's okay. So, yeah. All right. So uh, I've been thinking of buying uh, some property up in Sonoma County. Uh, I hear they're having a fire sale on land up there. Yeah, last week that joke was on fire. This week the joke's just smoldering, just smoldering. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that joke was under 0% containment for a while. But uh, now it's coming back to reality. Anyway, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, millions of dollars of marijuana was burned up in that fire. Millions and millions of dollars, which totally explains why it took him so long to put that thing out, right? I mean, that, that makes total sense, right? Uh, you know, uh, actually, I'm looking forward to their, their 2017 vintage. I hear it's going to be a little ashy with a smoky finish. 
too much. Uh, the 2018, though, it's going to be sort of household chemically with a fire retardant finish. Nobody? Anyway, either one you drink, you wake up the next day to total devastation. It's... Back to fart jokes, huh? Maybe I should get some fart humor in here. So anyway, those of you who know me know that uh, I've transitioned recently. I transitioned. I transitioned from an apartment to a van. <laughs> yeah, more of a van-zition, if you will. So, uh, you know, when you move into your van, you got to get rid of a lot of your shit, right? So I had a garage sale the last time I had access to a garage. And uh, one of my neighbors comes by and she's like, oh, where are you moving to? And I'm like, I'm moving to my vehicle right there. And she's like, oh, you're moving into your car. And I'm like, oh, shit, man. I thought a San Francisco woman would be more woke about this sort of thing. So let me van-splain something to you all, okay? Size matters, all right? It's a van. It's not a car. It's a van. It's a van. Oh, give me the beats. I'm going to start spitting this to a rhyme. Are you doing this on purpose to me, George? <laughs> All right, hey, where was I? Anyway, I need a fucking shower, I guess is what I'm saying. Come on, anybody got a shower for me? Nobody? Come on, I'll bring my own towel. It's not like I'm a total loser. Let me use your shower, man. Come on. Anyway, you got to take care of your health in a van, right? So I was trying that fucking kombucha shit skunked wine and turnt beer that someone mixed together but now that I've been using it I realize it's the slurry they use for fracking it's causing major climate change in my microbiome and I'm producing methane that's my sciency fart joke <laughs> in honor of the previous comedian anyway I got off of that shit right and I started eating kimchi instead and now that I'm eating kimchi, I got to say, what the fuck is wrong with Koreans, man? How do you make cabbage worse? I eat that stuff. It makes me Kim Jong-il. Too political? Back to fart jokes? Yeah, it's all very connected. So, uh, actually, as much as I've been looking out for my health, something went wrong. I ate something wrong this week, and it has been shart week in the van this week, man. That's fucking dangerous. You can only run back into Starbucks and use their code so many times before they start getting suspicious that you're a junkie taking a shower in there. No bueno. So anyway, it's not all bad news living in your van. I mean, ladies, I own my own home in San Francisco. What's up? So, uh, you know, you're driving around in your van without the yoke of a landlord, you know, breathing all that free air, wasting all your free time until you blow your internal manifold gasket. Oh, man, I was leaking fluids all over the place. I'm full fucking uh, post-op now, man. I'm a vanny. Nothing? Too soon? So anyway, I, uh, even though my shit's fucked up, I just drove it to a... I just drove it to a mechanic and got in my car and drove here for this very important gig because I'm headlining this happy hour, apparently. 
That's right. I have a car and a van because I'm like San Francisco homeless. Right? I'm more of a homeless sapien. <laughs> right on. All right, I'm going to leave you with this bit, an observation about the last comedian. You know, I know why, I don't know why you would want a dick. I mean, I kind of do, but I don't really. I get sort of, but I know why I would want a pussy as far as getting the operation. Because you're just making U-turn and sharing. I know, but I think it would be a burden for you to have a penis, you know, and I think it would be my life ambition to have a vagina. All right. All right, here you go. Thank you. Matthew Quirk. Oh, my God, Matthew. Okay, first of all, you were not complaining. Um, what did you say? Complaining pretty heavy? You went full-on crybaby is what happened there, number one. Number two, I mean, the thing about I like your, your transition joke, but you when you introduce it, like when you set it up, I'm transitioning, you know what people are thinking is that you're getting a dick sewn on, right? Like, that's, that's what they're thinking. Though, And then he... That's only, it's off the top. It's off the top, new guy. But I appreciate the feedback. Why haven't you been here all night? Oh, it's okay. Thank you so much for headlining, Matthew. And thank you, Freddie, for showing up, telling your mofo fudge joke. It was good. I, can't, I was like, I can't believe I've never heard a mofo fudge joke. Why is this the first time I've heard a mofo fudge joke? See, that's what you hear at happy hour. So you coming back next Friday? Did you want to do a set? You're not here to do a set, are you? No, 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 you're okay. All right. So thank you for joining us, everybody, for happy hour. And uh, we'll see you next Friday. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That was the open mic happy hour extravaganza. Hope you have a good night. Take care. Good night.
Hey, does does this work? Can you? No, but here's the thing: is that this works. The 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 microphones work. Just nothing else works. Isn't that weird? The microphones work, but nothing else works. Hey, uh, that's interesting. Although, uh, well, hey, everybody, the microphones work, but nothing else works. Although I'm not hearing it out of here, so I don't know what's happening. This should be going, and I should be hearing myself. Like, I see myself on here, and that's fine. And uh, But I don't. So it's like we don't have CD input. This is a big. This is a big problem. I, I'm not sure what to do. No, either do I. It's uh, it's the blind leading the blind. But the bummer, the thing that I don't understand is that it should be coming. If the live broadcast was working, the stream is going, but we're not hearing me out of there, which means that uh, in two minutes. When my podcast pops, it's not going to, because I'm not hearing myself out of there. It's, unless someone turned the volume. Oh, someone turned the volume down on this. Assholes. Fucking. Fucking. There it is. Fucking. There we go. The stream. The stream works. It doesn't matter. The stream works. It doesn't matter. There we go. Everything's going to be okay. Maybe we won't have any... Well, the CD's not playing. Yeah, that's weird. It is. But it's not coming... You see, it's not coming through. Through the stream. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. all the microphones are working, but none of the CDs are. So okay. we're going to figure that out as we work tonight with what we're doing here at Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse. At least we know things work. Sort of. It's going to be tough because we don't have any music in the fills. And uh, it's going to be tough because we don't have any music in the fills. But at least the microphones work tonight. Wow. This is going to be interesting. Uh, I'm not sure what broke. <sighs> Who knows? Something happened. It's going to be really interesting because we're going to have to fill time in between while I deal with the baskets because we're going to have to start in... One minute right now. No, I, 